Have you heard the term concierge medicine and wondered exactly what that means? In short, it's the answer to the question, isn't there a better solution to my health care? Concierge medicine means virtually no waiting for your doctor. It means 24-7 access to physician care. It means truly individualized health care, all at a cost that's lower than you might expect. See pricing and learn more at PartnerMD.com. It's better health care for an even better you. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, fresh off the, I guess, the Excella Amtrak. I'm not sure what you took up. <laughs> fresh off the Amtrak Excella, I'll say, from AEW's Grand Slam Hello, event, man. one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as we always say during this pandemic, this air quote Saturday morning, sir? See, man, I had like a section all to myself because there was no one in it. Like, I don't know. Like, I, it, it was a beautiful thing. No, I, I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm scissoring people. I, 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 I mean, I'm getting there, actually. <laughs> I, I, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Yes, yeah, you're like, good, you're good, you're good. But, like, but another premium event, can we call it that, I guess? Like, it, it, sure. is, is that what that was? Like, it's not a premium sure. live, but, like, let's not do PLA. But am I just, just never going to get this? Like, am I just like the people that Envo talked about? Never gonna because like, I I watched most of this and the but I fell asleep at nine thirty. So what the hell am I talking about? But I, I mean, like, I am I just programmed to expect a different level of crispness in the ring? Like, no, for a for a brand that that claims they just put on six star matches all the time six star ftr like i don't know like that, that that's what the t-shirt says that's not what i say like shouldn't a star be equivalent of like i don't know like not falling on your knees and not like and and like i don't I, i'm not trying to i'm trying to figure out how the walls of jericho ended up like Jer- chris jericho standing and now it's just a boston crab like i know like <laughs> is that an age thing like just in general like it's just the whole it's the whole, and this goes back to that owner. Take care of your house first before you start talking about the mansion in like Stanford, Connecticut. That's that's the moral of my rant. All right, so so again, for people who don't know, probably like ninety nine percent of you, um, <laughs> All Elite Wrestling AEW had uh, one of their flagship events earlier this week, um, AEW Grand Slam. They had it uh, at the Arthur Ashe Center, uh, the U.S. Tennis Center in um, in New York, and it was again for. By many accounts, great, it was a very, very solid. Great event. venue, by the way. Great venue. Great venue. Great crowd. Um, again, a great, a great card, at least on paper. Um, again, to 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 those of us who are not AEW hardcore fanatics, it was decent. It was a decent card or whatever. But again, you know, you have the people who are somewhat biased and they think it was, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread. That's neither here nor there. This is our weekly kind of dive into the AEW world because I know that my co-host is not a huge, as huge of a fan as AEW as some other folks out there. And when those other folks get on the Twitter machine and start to fire off these hot takes, we got to have the counterbalance when it comes to that. So <laughs> that's really the reason why I wanted to bring that up. Uh, oh, no, 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 because that's what I do. I counterbalance things because I'm trying to counterbalance what happened in that studio. I don't even know where the studio was, where they filmed that old ball, four in the three or whatever that dumb show called. No, like I- I'm telling you, man, like I am boycotting that show. As wow. as as the Joel Embiid because he he was I don't know, 
Ah, sorry. Okay, okay. So let me again some more background. We will talk about this after we get through the football stuff. Chris is referring to JJ Reddick's Old Man in the Three podcast, which earlier <laughs> well, this week, <laughs> earlier this week, had Ben Simmons on as a guest. This is Ben Simmons' first, first time, first yes. time in an interview, and I don't like, like first time people have heard him speak since one the Nets press conference. Like I don't know, Correct. and the and before then I don't even remember when. No, it's probably yeah, probably I don't even know when. That's a good question. I'm, I'm probably sometime after the the Atlanta. What trace shoot? I was supposed to say probably the what trace shoot. I don't know if they had an exit interview. Oh after no, that, oh, 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 oh no, but he want to win. He he don't care about stats. Don't yeah. So don't, so we, don't, we will <laughs> so we will discuss the Ben Simmons interview with JJ Redick on the Old Man in the Three show. Of course, we will talk about uh, what happened with the Eagles this past week because again, a very big win for the Birds this past week against the Vikings, and we'll get into some other stuff as well as it relates to the sports world. So as we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? No, let's just say the usual thank yous. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to us and supporting us, whether you do it on 106.5 FM, WPPMLP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube Music. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your computer, your MP3-enabled device. Listen to us at home or take us with you on the go. We are a very, very accessible show. And if you can't do that or while you're doing that, while you're doing that, I should say, please do us a solid. Follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I'm at the BS line. Obviously, every Sunday we'll be talking some Eagles, big Eagles game, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, anything else? Oh, you, you did, by the way. I should mention, I think we brought this up on the show last week. I think Friday, last Friday was the big day. She yes, that she made a big purchase. So you were a week oh, okay. in, about a week into this. How was the the new iPhone upgrade? The that the, the dynamic island is very dynamic, and oh. like I was just like it's such like a like a, a, a I Apple rush. I ended up being a sucker and got a MagSafe charger oh. <laughs> and, and a MagSafe case. And by the way, it's great. It's fast. No, like I I, I mean like I I'm a sucker. And, like, I don't know, like, it works, and I'm happy. All right, so iPhone 14 uh, is a success. Um, I'm sure we'll have the same conversation a year from now when iPhone 15 (laughs) comes out, um, when they have some other new, quote-unquote, new The Lonely Island. The Lonely Island. Some island or some dynamic sound (laughs) or something like that. I don't even know. It doesn't really matter at this point. 8K screen, something that you don't even need on the phone. But it doesn't matter because all the Apple fanboys and fan women. Uh, we'll be out there in force um, getting the Apple, uh, the next you know what? product in the Apple ecosystem. You know what dynamic? You know what? I think for the first time in, like, I would say a couple years, yeah. something something that was behind center for the Philadelphia Eagles was dynamic. Because it, 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 it's been a minute. And I think that, I think the word dynamic is a perfect adjective to describe the game that Jalen Hurts had. And I, I'm not ready to, I'm not, this isn't, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm not ready. This is not the King of the Ring final yet. It's not. Like, I don't know. Like, he he has not faced Jake the Snake Roberts yet. Like, I don't know, in, 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 in the King of the Ring final. However, he advanced two rounds. Two rounds. Like, he beat two opponents. It, for, for that game, that was the equivalent of advancing two rounds in the franchise quarterback King of the Ring. When you said something dynamic behind center for the Eagles, I thought you were talking about Miles Sanders. The man who has rejuvenated his career, 80 rushing yards this past week from Miles Sanders. 
Miles Sanders again proving he is an RB one to the world. Still, the people st- out there still hating. left, still left, still left me on the boat. Went backwards on a play. Uh, <laughs> oh, because that's not that's not, that never happens in football. No one ever goes backwards. <laughs> no, we need to seriously. We need to have a conversation about Jalen Hurts. And you and I are, I think, are on the same page with this. You know, we're not ready to kind of crown him as of yet, um, as uh, Dennis Green would say. But this was a, an elite game from Jalen Hurts earlier. The this best week. game of his career, I think you'd agree. Period point, yeah, period point blank. Uh, 26 of 31, 333 yards. He had one passing touchdown, an interception that wasn't his fault, and also two rushing touchdowns, um, including one grown man rushing touchdown um, to kind of um, kind of put his stamp on the game. Jalen Hurts clearly had the best game of his of his career. Eagles um, had a fantastic game again for the second well, didn't even score in the, didn't even score in the second half. Didn't score in the second half, but did enough to win the game 24 to 7. Handily. Um, yeah, again, fairly comfortably against what we all thought was a pretty decent Minnesota Vikings team. And they are, and they are. Like I don't know. Like I feel like, like it. it it's a. It was the. It was Eagles' home opener. Got got a lot of like adrenaline kicking. Like I just think, like I don't know. This season is going to be just bizarre. And two weeks in, it's already bizarre. I I, I mean, like Trey Lance is out for the season. Like you got Tom Brady just like throwing a temper chance of every like three quarters. But I like, I, I think we're, we still don't know how many better than good teams are in the NFL, but I'm starting to think, and this is not even like, I don't know, like a homework take. I, I think one of the better teams in the NFL might be in Philadelphia. Yeah. No, I think it's clear from what we saw on um, this past week that the Eagles uh, this past Monday, the, the Eagles are one of the best teams, not just in the NFC, in the NFL. We talked about Jalen Hurts. Uh, we talked about another solid game from Miles Sanders. Uh, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Quez Watkins all had 69 yards or more on Sunday, on, on Monday. Um, Quez Watkins, of course, had the long touchdown from Jalen Hurts. But, again, everybody everybody got their hands dirty on, on Monday. Everybody got Isn't that the utopian game? Isn't that – the absolute ideal game that you would want the Eagles to have six or seven more times. Yeah, other than other than not scoring in the second half, and again, that's I mean, that's either I mean, you can kind of pick apart that if you want. Yeah, I, mean, I think like I don't know, yeah. like yeah, like I, I think maybe they like just mentally like right. took their foot off the gas because like really like I don't know for me the most important one. I know they scored three touchdowns, but the most impressive drive for me was. That two minute, that and I even two minute. It was like a minute and a half drive. Like I don't know to get three points. Like, and for me, Roy, it like I don't know. Like I, I, I measure franchise this by like big boy. Just like I don't know, like two percent, two percentile throws. And there were those Jalen Hurts made on Monday that he never made, or frankly, never even attempted to make before before Monday. That's I think. For me, the startling thing is like he went from zero to a hundred in a week. Yeah, we, we talked a lot about Jalen, or we have talked a lot about Jalen Hurts again, not making those big boy throws. We've talked a lot about Jalen Hurts about only looking at the right side of the field. Well, I mean, again, if you look at you know the film, you look at the, the film from you know Monday's game, if you look at basically where he threw those passes, he kind of he used the entire field on Monday and he made some huge throws. Um, on Monday, I, I I know you've probably seen the clip a bunch of times because I think this is the clip that they've been showing on ESPN, like you know, pretty much ad nauseum. The best throw that Jalen Hurts had was a throw was a play that got called back. 
They'll, yeah. they'll, play, they'll, they'll throw the Quest Watkins on the sideline where he's roll, he's going left. Rolling to his left. Rolling to his left. How many times on this show, on this particular show, on our show, have we said that what does well, you know the thing that he needs to work on here the most is his feet work. Gotta get the feet set, gotta get the feet right yeah. so he can drive that ball. Can't have happy feet. Can't have like I don't know, his feet I like like I really think where like I don't know, like and that's shows like I don't know, he's putting in the work. And right. I think I think us as a general, maybe Eagles public and maybe the football public expects expect quarterbacks just to make this like the Lamar leap from year one to year two, or like the Josh Allen leap. Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe Jalen Hurts is the exception where he just makes not even leaps. Like, I don't know. Like, just sort of like, I don't know, semi steady jumps from like, I don't know, from Oklahoma, from Oklahoma to now. Cause I feel like, has he, like, maybe, and maybe he makes this incredible leap this year. I don't know. I, 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 just, I just think, like, I don't know. He's just one of these dudes that, like, isn't overly like physically gifted he's not like i don't know he's six two I, I mean but he also has put in the work to become basically like a fullback at running back where he can take the hits and for me i like another impressive thing when he runs he is making sure that he's not getting hit whether it's die or it's slide and a quarterback that knows how to slide thank god and mm-hmm. like i don't know like he's minimizing the hits where even if he's a little more active than you'd like him to be in in the running game. He's not absorbing those, like, I don't know, those unnecessary hits. And I feel it's just what I came after the game is, obviously I don't think this is possible for the rest of the season, but is, is, is this upside attainable five, six games a year? When you say this upside, you mean a game like that? Yes. No. No, no, no. That's, okay. I mean, we've, I mean, literally no quarterback has ever done that before, like, before ever. No, so but we, I feel like, I don't know, like, it's, it's 70%. I don't know. He was like 80. That's crazy. But, like, I don't know. But in control of, like, I don't know. Like, can we expect a little more of just the decisive Jalen Hurts? Where, like, I don't know. Like, I, anyone expecting that game, just please don't. But can, can we expect the confident Jalen Hurts, where he's throwing in rhythm, throwing the slants, throwing, like, I don't know, like, throwing to a space, not the player. Because I think that was the thing for me. He was throwing to a space, not, like, waiting for the – not throwing at, like – he was throwing guys in rhythm, which I, I I I had not consistently seen his entire career until Monday. No, I, I think – yeah, I think that – yeah, I think we can ex- expect that, and I think that's fair. I mean – yeah, is he going to do what he did on Monday? No, but I mean, is he going to do have a game where he, he's you know twenty four thirty six for with two touchdowns passing and maybe a rush touchdown and like you said throwing guys in the space and you know extending drives? I think that's reasonable. I think we'll get that more more often than not, to be honest. And, and you look at Jalen Hurts um, again. We talked about you know throwing across his body. We talked talked about throwing guys in the space and things like that. He had a, he had time on Monday to kind of set up and kind of do some things, but when he didn't have time. He also, you know, used his legs to extend drives and extend the drives on third down, which, again, was a problem for this team. You know, has been a problem for this team the last few years. But he stayed in the pocket. Right. He stayed in the pocket. Like, but once again. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. 
That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. People were screaming at Ron Jaworski, who probably knows how to quarterback more than like 99% of the population. This is what Ron, this is what Jaws said. Like, just move in the pocket, but with the purpose to throw. That's all. Right. I, I feel like that is that that next level. Like, I don't know if you're doing Mario Brothers. Like, I don't know. It's like 2.1 or something. Like, I don't know. And I, I feel like if he can kind of ma- not master that, but improve on that, then God, like, I don't know. The upside of this team, this this season's team changes. It does. Eagles on Monday, uh, 7 of 13 on third down, which is huge um, as compared to 4 of 12 from Minnesota. This was the first time an Eagles team put up 450 yards uh, of offense in two straight games. First time they've done that since 2014. So it's been a while that you've had a consistent offense like this that's been explosive. But as you said off the top, and as Jalen Hurts said in this postgame huddle with the team, they left money on the table. I mean, again, we talked about the second half where they didn't score. Um, They didn't allow any points, but they didn't score any points in the second half. And they had eight penalties for 60 yards. So there's a bunch of stuff to clean up. There's a bunch of stuff to kind of get right. But like you said, like you look around the NFC, you look at this Eagles team that puts up yards like this and has teams guys playing like this. I don't think 12 wins is out of the realm of possibility. I mean, I think this team is really poised to kind of make it make, you know, make some noise in the NFC. And I think they're probably the odds on favor to, to win the NFC East. I haven't, I haven't seen the odds, but I think they probably are at this point. Is are we are we nitpicking when we talk about the defensive, the defensive line? Because I feel that like I don't know, like even though they only gave up seven points, and I, I, I mean, and Darius Slow had a game for an all-time great Eagles defensive player game. I, I, I mean, like, not many players have had two interceptions and, like, could have been, like, ten pass deflections. But if the expectations are going are gonna to increase, that means the play has to increase from, like, get better from everyone, including that defensive line. And – Two games in the eyeball test, and then the 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 uh, the uh, pie chart, or I don't even know if that was a pie chart. It was like a dot graph or something. I forget what it's called. The, the, like the analytics also show that the Eagles' pass rush has to be better. No, you're right. Like first game was horrendous. Last last game was less horrendous. Um, but again, but well, let's say this. By and large, you know, you talked about the Slay, um, Slay's huge game. Darius Slay, two interceptions, probably knocked away like four or five other passes. Um, held Justin Jefferson to one catch for seven yards as the closest defender. So last week we said, who's sticking Justin Jefferson? What's a decent game to hold Justin Jefferson to? We're like at five and 80. Well, Justin Jefferson with Darius Slate, one and seven, which is, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like this defensive line, defense and defensive line in particular has to get more pressure. They got a little bit more on, on Monday. Uh, Fletcher Cox and, and Josh Sweat both, both uh, split two sacks. Um, they blitzed 10 times, and they did pressure Kirk Cousins on 22% of his dropbacks, uh, which I think was like eighth in the league or ninth in the league this week, which is decent. But we have to get more consistent. The Eagles have to get more consistent pressure from wherever. And I know you think I want to blitz 100% of the time, which is a lie. And I know you – I don't think you want to blitz 0% of the time. I think no! you, you, you realize I there's still, a little ground. Yeah, but, but I, I feel but, that we – yeah, but I feel like, I don't know, like a true test of a legit team is manuf- or getting a pass rush without blitzing. The Eagles 
as of two weeks, cannot do that. They can't. And is is it just a question of these dudes need to just play better? Are these guys not good? Are they old? Or is it just a mixture of everything? And if when the trade deadline comes, because now I feel like, I don't know, like I think the overall sense in Eagles fans is, okay, this team might be better than we thought. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you want to reach that goal that you didn't think was attainable two weeks or three weeks ago, what do you need to do? Do you like, do you need, like, what is the number one priority? Is what I'm trying to say. Well, there's, I mean, I don't be that guy, but I mean, like, if you lose look at this team, uh, you know, as a, just a, just as a impartial observer, what's the weakness on this team? The pass rush. I mean, that's it. I mean, you could look at every. But every didn't other you just sign? Group. But didn't you just sign a guy to like a sixteen million dollar contract? Yeah, I mean, but you can't. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you did. But I mean, it is what it is. Like, if you're looking at this team, you're like, all right, what's the one thing they need that would say, you know what? I, I'm not worried about this team. This team is going to play deep into January. Obviously, it's the pass rush because every every other position group on this team, as of right now, is either fine or very good. So I'm not worried it's, about. Or it, it's better. I know. I would say every unit is better compared to last year, except the pass rush. Uh, yeah. Or the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the only thing I might push back on was the line because they had a terrible game one. But, I mean, you know, they were fine game two, so they're probably fine. Like, I'm not worried about – I'm not worried about the offensive line. The only unit I'm worried about is pass rush. I mean, that's it. Um, So, yeah, so, you, so like, that's the – so, anyone can say that. What's your level of worry? With the, with the defensive line. See, that was going to be my question to you because you look at the cornerbacks. James Bradbury is playing fantastic. Like I think it's what is his, his the passer rating against Bradbury this year, or cool yeah, uh, passer rating against James Bradbury this year is seven. Seven quarterbacks have a seven passer rating thrown to James Bradbury. They have a twenty five point two passer rating thrown to Darius Slay. Devontae Maddox is out there making plays. If those guys are playing that well, and granted, it's week two out of week seventeen. I mean, I get it. But if those guys are playing that well, can't you afford to throw another dude up in the mix and blitz a little bit more often? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You can send five guys sometimes because you got guys who can cover. No, but I, I guess I just want to just be judicious with with, with the with, with sending five. That is all. That's all because at some point, the all a competent or or, or better than competent offensive coordinator or an offensive line is going to figure out when you're blitzing is going to like, I don't know, like cover it up well. And then you're that. And then it's because at some point playing that blitzing game with any secondary, I I mean, like even with a Jalen Ramsey secondary, you're going to get burned and that's, and you're going to get burned at the wrong time. And I feel that like, I don't know. I just want each unit to hold their, Hold the weight and the defensive line to a man, to a man. Maybe, maybe not Brandon Graham because I feel like Brandon Graham's coming off an injury and apparently is getting double teamed. Like, I don't know. How how bad is it that, like, your two defensive ends who are young, 26, 27, whatever, don't have enough clout in the league where a 34, 35-year-old defensive end coming off an Achilles injury is garnering more attention? Than these guys, and to top it off, they're not even getting home. Yeah, I mean, they're. <laughs> I, I want to say this very judiciously. They are not playing up to the level of their contracts. I'll, I'll, no, I'll but like, it. are they? <laughs> no, but like, is it? Can is there room for improvement? Like, I don't know. You haven't like 
when do you start raising the red flag on either Josh Sweat or Hassan Reddick? I mean, I don't know what options you have at this point, really. Like, I mean, like, would you like to bring in another guy? Yeah. But, I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul just got signed by the Ravens this week, so he ain't coming here. I don't think you can trade for Robert uh, Robert Quinn, who's with the Bears, because I think his contract is just prohibitive to doing that. I'm not sure what you could – like, I'm not sure what tangible move you can do to kind of fix the problem that you have. I think you just need to – I think you need to mitigate it as best you can. And I think – and I think we're on opposite sides of this argument, where you're like, try to get it, try to get a guy if you can – but if you can't, then these dudes better figure it out. And I'm like, you know what? These dudes ain't gonna figure it out. You gotta get <laughs> some help because it ain't gonna happen. No, but they have, but they have not earned help. They are the help. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you gotta, you gotta send another body to make it easier for them because they can't do it by themselves. No, for whatever, no, for no, whatever reason, for no, whatever reason. But you signed your life. I, I mean, your I, name I, on that I, contract, <laughs> and you have. A part of that contract is you, you have not, you have earned the, no, you have not earned the right for help. You got to figure it out, whether it's, whether it's getting it, watching more film, working on some sprints. I don't know, but I am, I am, this is, this is my accountability project for this season. I am holding, I'm going to watch this defensive line every play if I have to, and just say, you know what? They need to figure it out. Josh Sweat, I don't know, like. Out of all the guys, I think you'd agree that Hassan Reddick is the one that really needs to figure it out, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy. Like, and then like has to have ten. Because I feel like everyone else, Fletcher Cox is who he is. He's gonna do his BB gun celebration when he's doing nothing. Javon Hargrave, I don't even know what. what like I, yeah, I, mean, I he made that one play, which is like kind of like out of the blue. Josh Sweat. People tell me he's very good. I don't. I think he's okay. My my biggest issue is these guys aren't getting attention and they're not getting sacked. Like I don't know if like really the the logic says if you're only getting single team, you should be able to win. I'd say what a third of your a, a third of your snaps. I think you. I think a third is probably about right. I think a third is probably about right. And, but well, no, that might be well. So like I mentioned before, the Eagles pressured Kirk Cousins on twenty two percent of his dropbacks. I think that was like eighth or ninth in the league this this week, which is good, which is fine, which is not great, but it's fine. So if you get if you get to a quarterback, if you pressure a quarterback, you know twenty five, you know a quarter of the time, that's a that's a that seems to be a good number. So thirty three percent seems regardless like a high. of how you regardless. I don't of care how you, you I don't play. care how you do. It. I don't care how you do. It. <laughs> Once a drive, you got to make that man think a little bit. We have by, by the way, we generally like are in the same ballpark in terms of just philosophy of sports and probably like. Except for this, we are on the opposite side of you the. You think it's just going to magically happen with these dudes? Yeah, like, no. Like, like a somebody is going to go in the film room and watch yes. the film with Jonathan Cannon, and all of a sudden become like Micah Parsons? Like, no, brother, it's no. not going to happen, man. You know that meme where like the little kid in school is at his desk and and the band is popping out. That needs to be Hassan Reddick. He needs to study film and just like I don't know, absorb <laughs> everything he humanly can. Okay. Just, just to okay. earn that money, earn that check. I'm sorry. Like, I, I mean, like, maybe it's like he's home and he's feeling a little nervous. I don't know. I'm not ready to, to ring the alarm yet. However, week three, you are playing against a man that just, 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 you know how, like, Jameis Winston eats dubs? Carson Wentz eats sacks. Mm-hmm. He loves hunting sacks like he loves hunting buck. And this is, uh, 
this is a get-right game for that defensive line. It is. This game, of course, is Eagles versus Commanders down at FedEx Field uh, this Sunday. Huge matchup, of course, for um, the Carson Wentz haters out there because there are literally dozens and dozens of buses headed down to D.C. Uh, to 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 boo the the life out of Carson Wentz. Um, Carson Wentz, I'll say this, Carson Wentz has looked fairly decent by and large this year. He has 300 yards and three touchdowns in both of his first two games uh, with the Commanders. Uh, but again, this is a big game for Eagles fans. Eagles fans are, have been thinking about this for a while, just like Ben Simmons returned to Philadelphia last year. You should be able to get a couple off of Carson Wentz. Like the man still has poor decision-making skills in the pocket. He either holds the ball too long, tries to make a play, throws an interception, is going to get sacked. I don't care. Well, you know me. I will bring a little bit more heat, but <laughs> I don't care how you do it. You have to end this game with like three sacks. Like you got to get at least three three sacks in this dude. I'm sorry. No, you no, three to. sacks. Three sacks by the defensive line or three sacks. Three sacks by the defensive. Well, you're asking a lot of this team. I will say the line gets three sacks. Okay. This dude is a is a. I was gonna say a ball holder, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> like you're like the man. Just the man just doesn't have a clock. Like you should be able to get these dudes should be able to Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham should be able to get to this dude a lot on Sunday. They should. And and he's also like I don't like I really feel that like I don't like like this is like you're you're gonna get the full Carson Wentz experience and you have in the first two weeks. So we're like you have moments of just looking semi franchise quarterbacky. And then you just have sweet 18 versus the Jags moments. I, I mean like this is who he is, and I feel confident more than I ever, more than I have in a long time, with an Eagles defense being opportunistic with the ball or like taking the ball away, which I haven't been like. Usually, like you know, remember all not not a year, years where this team just could not take the ball away, whether it was interceptions or being near a fumble. I feel like they actually have multiple ball hawks now, which is just. And alarming so I, I mean but this is the game where you need your excuse me but like guy ball hawking guys to take what's theirs and that's the ball from Carson Wentz because like you said he's begging he's begging for uh like a strip sack he's begging for like a failed flea flicker turning into like a bot like no I, I mean there are going to be I would think six to seven plays where Carson Wentz has put the ball in imminent danger. You got to take the ball away. <laughs> yeah, no, there's probably going to be a few, probably like, it's like maybe once a quarter, maybe twice a quarter, Carson Wentz is going to come on the precipice of, of giving you one. Um, Slay already has a couple interceptions. Bradbury had the, the, the pick six week one. I don't know if they're going to get involved, but I mean, like, Avante Maddox, Kazir White, one of them dudes is probably going to be around, TJ Edwards, one of those dudes is probably going to be around the ball on, on Sunday because, again, I think Carson Wentz is going to, was going to come very close to giving you one, if not just giving you one outright um, on Sunday. Speaking of Carson Wentz, though. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 
Of course, this is the first battle between Carson Wentz and uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, their relationship, according to um, Eagles Oracle slash reporter Joe Santaliquito, was a little bit. Frosty. Joe was right. Joe was right. He was right. Joe was always. You know what, man? I want to meet this Mr. Santaliquito, man, and say you are a better man than me because you should be middle finger blasting everyone. Man, people <laughs> were coming at this dude. Yeah. Yep. Neck, like being like ignorant too. Like I don't know, what do you know? What do you know? Like, dude, Joe was right the he entire time. And, yeah. and, and by the way, like I will, it, it only took six years and being like embarrassed to stop. But it, it appears Carson Wentz is willing to own. I know that's a lot for for Philly athletes to do. He feels like he could have been a better teammate, could have been a better better person. I. Like, Obviously, didn't go into detail, but at least because that's the first time he's ever even mentioned like needing to be better. Like he would always say, "Yo, I gotta be better." No, it's like he would never say, "I would need to, I need to play better." No, he said, "I need to be a better teammate." So whatever Joey said, Joey Crack said, there's some truth to it. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, no, yeah, Joe. Um, in a piece for Bleeding Green Nation, said the uh, Hurts once relationship a little bit frosty. The latter Wentz did not go out of his way. To help the rookie, and again, I get it because again, the Eagles drafted, um, you know, Jalen Hurts to eventually replace Carson Wentz. So I get why that you know. What you, is you your had what is your opinion about that? Like, I don't know. Do you feel that it is, it is the it does the quarterback like, let's say Ryan Tannehill for example. Right. Like, right. I don't know. He's that's in a, per, that's a perfect example. No. What does Ryan Tannehill owe Malik Willis, if anything? I don't think he owes him. I don't think he owes him. I don't think he needs to go out of the way from Malik Willis. But don't be outwardly a jerk. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, look, it's like, I know you're here to take my job. You know, I'm not going to be like your best friend. I'm not going to go hunting ducks together. But at the same time, you know, like there might be a point where you are going to need to be called on to be the quarterback of this team for whatever reason, whether I'm hurt or not playing well or whatever. So I should, as a good teammate, do the best I can to get you prepared for that situation. Um, But again, there's a middle ground. Like, I get it. Like, I get why Carson Wentz and... And and Jalen Hurts and hang out together or work out together or whatever like that. Because if I'm personal, well, well, I'm probably the same way. Hang out under normal circumstances. Well, but yeah. I, I mean, but I get like I, I don't know, like not trying to defend Carson Wentz. I just I I, I generally I generally wondered what because we've seen it throughout history. Barb Rogers, Rogers Jordan Love. I, I mean, right. like right. I, I I always wondered, like I don't know, like do you like. Obviously, if the guy asks you a question, right. like Willis answers panel questions, you don't say bleep off. Right. Like, or you say, nah, I ain't got time. Now, do you need to, like, I don't know, go to the film room for three hours? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't, but once again, you could say, you could give him, like, maybe, like, hints. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't need to give him, like, the answers to the test, but say, you know what, maybe look at this. Right. Like, I don't know. Once again, luck in life. But unfortunately, no one understands this. There's a there's a middle ground to like I don't know where 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 the right where the normal reasonable answer is. And like I don't like I, I feel like I feel like over time, and like I don't know because maybe like I don't know just Carson just headstrong <laughs> or just ever, and like maybe it only took him to be embarrassed at it with the Colts to feel a little humble pie. And like I don't know, like maybe he he'll feel that this year in Washington. I don't really think so, but it's gonna. I, I mean, like this. I don't want to live in a city where you lose the Carson Wentz because it's gonna, like it really will take all a lot of the juice away from starting two and up. 
No, that, that's you were going to say, you know, maybe he'll fill that, you know, maybe he'll eat some of that humble pie. Maybe he won't. They went on Sunday. Maybe he won't. Maybe he's like, you know what? Like the Carson way is the right way. It's always been the right way. Everybody else has been wrong. Eagles are favored by six and a half. Wow. Road, which, is, which, is a, which is a big number um, for a division game. Um, I guess, again, a Washington team that hasn't looked horrible um, this, this year. Um, Eagles dealing with a couple minor injuries. Hassan Reddick has a, has a, I don't say a bad knee, but limited in practice on Thursday with a knee. Avante Maddox had a little bit of a back injury, but again, they're all going to play. Everybody's pretty much on track to play on Sunday. What do you feel about this game? How's it, how's it going to shake out on, on Sunday? Um, it just seems too easy to pick the Eagles. It really does. Like, I don't know, like, like everything is pointing the Eagles direction. That, that's why I'm going to pick the Eagles, but in a close game, there are, there's no such thing as like, I don't know, but it's rare, especially at the beginning of the season. Like no team has quit yet. Like, I don't know, like even the commanders have probably talked themselves and the young man shot the world. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it will be a close game, but I do think. In the end, they will they will happily take a gift from Carson Wentz, and it won't be a a bow and arrow. I think you'll get a James Brower, James Bradbury pick. You'll win twenty seven twenty three. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I'm, I'm kind of on the same thing. Twenty four twenty Eagles. Um, again, Washington can run can run the ball, so it's going to be a pretty decent test. Defense is Eagles, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. So like you like Miles Sanders, able... Miles Sanders should eat. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should no like really. Logic says you should blow out this team. Well, like I don't know. Win I don't by know about blowout. I don't know about blowout. You should win by ten points, I think. Yeah. But yeah, well, I guess that is a blowout. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. division game. Right. On the road. Carson's gonna Carson's gonna be hella motivated. Like right. I don't know. Like try like more motivated than he probably ever will be, and he's gonna look them to eat words. But I think it, that will end up costing the, the Commanders because he will just like I don't know like just scramble brain. And, like, I don't know, like, throw a left-handed pass or throw a screen to a defensive tackle because that's Carson Wentz. Right. Yeah, I think we can expect that or hold the ball for, like, eight seconds in the pocket yes. and have no awareness, you know. So, yeah, I think I think we're going to get one of those. Yeah, I think the Eagles win, like you said, a four-point game um, against uh, the Commanders. Go 3-0, and um, which, again, should, should have everybody kind of, you know, planning their Super Bowl trips uh, for the <laughs> second weekend in Phoenix if they haven't done so already. Um, I've seen a lot of people on the timeline do so. Um, real quick, let's talk about you know what's going on in the NFL. What happened week two in the NFL? We gotta um, talk. No, no, we yes. gotta talk. Frankly, no. how bad the games are. They're terrible. Uh, can, can I keep? I'm, I'm gonna. We said this last year, and I'm gonna keep saying it. The quality of football in the NFL this past year and a half, and maybe even two years ago, I can't remember, but at least the past year and a half has been terrible. It's been terrible football, man. 80, no, but 80, I think bad. No, but I think it gets magnified that don't have preseason. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, I, I think I think you're right. The overall quality of all the games stinks. Week one to, but week one to two is noticeable to me. Like, because I'm generally just watching for everything. It's these games are semi close, but they're very mistake prone. A lot of penalties. Uh, just a lot of like I don't know. Just, just not crisp play. Like I don't know. We're like I don't know. You just have. And but this is but this is the world you live in where you just punt on this on the preseason. You just say it's not important. We'd rather and I but I think to the Eagles' credit, you see that like when, when when's the last time you remember an Eagles team being this healthy even three games into the season? 
No, that and that's the thing. It's like you know, people want to knock you know Sirianni, and you know to some extent, I, I've been critical of the Eagles not doing enough in the preseason. This has been the healthiest Eagles team you know so far through two games. Like you've lost one man uh, for the year, Derek Barnett. Like that's it. Like everybody else is ready. Like your other fifty-two guys are ready to go. Um, I don't think there's any. Every any Doug other Peterson team. year, you had seven guys injured by week two. Yeah. So this is. I mean, this is a great. You know, if you can keep, you know, the bell cow himself, Miles Sanders, you know, ready to go for 18 weeks. I mean, that's a testament to whatever Nick Sirianni did in the offseason with this team. But again, like you said, you look around the NFL, Cleveland blew a 13-point lead with a minute and a half left. Baltimore blew blew a huge lead, lost to the Dolphins. They let two a throw for six touchdowns. Arizona came back from a 20-point deficit. They won in overtime. That Tampa Bay Saints game, that game was 3-3, to like in the fourth quarter. (laughs) It was a horrible game. It was just some bad football, brother. It's some yeah. bad football out no, there. No, I feel like I, I feel like I don't know, like in a couple weeks, but like I don't know, like you're getting like I don't know, like I, I think if like I think after two weeks is going to be the same after four or after four weeks will be the same after two weeks. I think you'll Kansas City, Buffalo, maybe the Eagles are like I don't know are, and maybe Tampa. But once again, there's so much weird stuff going on in Tampa. I don't know what to say. I, I don't. I, I like. There's like. I feel like I don't know. There's just a lot of. And who knows what San Francisco now? Because is you don't like. I'm not gonna say it was a blessing, but for the team winning, is the backup better? I, I'm gonna say this. Tam, Trey Trey Lance. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback than Trey Lance. He was last year. He is this year. He's probably gonna be next year. He's a better quarterback. <laughs> They have a better chance to win with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Period. Point blank. I don't. Are, I don't know if the Niners would disagree with that. I, are I, I, you ready? Is it almost time to put bad debt expense on Trey Lance? No, God, no, 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 no. no like the man broke his leg. He's out for the year. You run it back. Man. But he that's had. Fine. He will like, not have played football for three years. That, yeah, that's fine. No, 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 no. Like the man. The man's played. He's been in the NFL. I, how many snaps does this man have in the in the league? Like, like 10? I was about to say like fifty. Like I don't even know what it is. Like, it's some ridiculously no number, low number. Like you said, you barely played in college. No, 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 no. You run the, like, you eat this year. You figure it out next year whether he's your guy. You do the you do the same song and dance next year. But Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback. Like that team's gonna win football games with Jimmy Garoppolo. I had I told you last week I had the under on San Fran under ten games this year. That was because of Trey Lance. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know. They'll probably win 10 games now. So it's like, you know what? That's probably a terrible bet now because Jimmy Garoppolo is better. That team's going to win because the whole rest of this, this conference is trash. And so, I really think that, like, I don't know. I feel those teammates feel the same way too. Like, I don't know. I get that, like, I don't know. You're trying to be supportive of, of the young bull and say, yo, the upside. But when you stink out loud right. against Chicago, you lose that faith. And you bring in Jimmy. Don't need to like tra- train to do to do anything. Just comes in, is efficient. Lets the defense cook, yep. and they're back in the mix. Not I, I mean, kill you. Like, yeah. But I, I mean, like Minnesota. Like I, I don't know who's who's the best team in the AFC South other than Tampa, New England, uh, like New Orleans. They look. They don't look good. Yeah, like Dallas. Like, like yeah, the, the Cowboys shocked the Bengals. You know, twenty to seventeen. But again, are the Cowboys good? Are the Bengals bad? Who the heck knows? I don't the Giants know. Are, the Giants are 2 and 0. Yeah, the Giants the Giants are 2 and 0. Um the Bronco the Broncos won, but Nathaniel Hackett's the worst coach ever. So it's like, <laughs> are they gonna make any noise in the, in the AFC West? And in the AFC West, 
Justin Herbert's got bad ribs, but the Chiefs, again, look like they might be the Chiefs again. Um, they beat the Chargers last last week on Amazon. We'll talk about Amazon and, in a second. The only thing the I know Raiders, is that the, Bill, the Bills the are playing are a different sport. Too. The only thing I know is the Bills are playing a different sport. That's the yep. only thing I know. That's no. it. That's the no, only thing we, I know. Like, I think we said it last week. I think this is going to be one of the first teams in a long time. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, since 07 Pats. And they didn't even win the Super Bowl. But, like, you knew – Every like you knew from week one to week eighteen who the best team in the NFL was, and right. you, and that's rarely happened because it's, right. it's just a league of parity. But I have a feeling this year they're going to run pole position every week. You're going to know who the best team is because one, they're the most talented team. They probably have the best quarterback. They had the they probably had the best receiver. No, they brought in a dude. Like I feel like their move to bring in Von Miller is very similar to what. Than those Niners teams did with Charles Haley. The Dallas teams did with like I don't know how many times we need to tell people how important pass rush is. And when you have like no, we say it every week. I feel like it's just becoming a broken record. Every team that's gonna win a championship has a dude, a game record. And Dallas, like I don't know, Dallas is single-handedly gonna be in every game because they have arguably, I'd say a top five player, period. I'm kind of partial to quarterback, so I'm not going to say top five, but he's definitely top ten. Michael Parsons, yeah, he's that guy. Yeah, if you have a guy who could just turn turn the field every every single time he's on every single time he's on the field, then that's a big deal. Like, because again, Michael Parsons can make a play every single time. Like, he's putting up some like ridiculous numbers. Yeah, like, like, and like he's getting double teamed. Like, yeah. no, he's like this. <laughs> he's the anti Hassan Reddick. We're like, he, like <laughs> he's getting double teamed like at an alarming rate because there isn't anyone else on the team that need, that deserves a double team, and he's still be and he's still winning. Yeah, no, no, Michael Parsons is, is fantastic, but you're right. Like I think the Bills, you know, well October 16th. That's that's the week, October 16th. Bills Chiefs. That's when you'll know whether or not the if the Bills beat the Chiefs. I think that game's in KC. If the Bills beat the Chiefs, then the Bills are probably just gonna. You know, just run the run the table as the best team in the NFL, and we'll figure out what happens in the playoffs. Um, but you're right; like, it, it's there's only a few teams that that you really are quote unquote scared of um, in the NFL. It's are you buying Bills. Miami? I'm not buying Miami yet. I'm not buying Miami yet. They're a decent team. Well, okay, we'll find out about Miami this week. Miami has has has, a, has the biggest test they're, they're going to have this week um, against Buffalo. So we'll find. Like, Buffalo is the when Kevin Nash came to <laughs> WCW. He said the measuring stick around here just changed, <laughs> and he pointed to himself, and he pointed to Scott Hall, and he said, "You're looking at it, all right?" So this is what so, Josh so Allen, was, Stephon Diggs, when he right, showed so up, we're like, "Hey, man, we the measuring stick, all right?" So who is so who is who's Hall and who's Nash? Is Stephon so, Diggs Nash? You you see when they did that cool handshake? I'm like, yo, man, these no, I'm telling you, like this is what bringing in a legit. Superstar wide receiver does. I and like I, I maybe we'll I maybe hopefully we'll see it with AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. But this is like it's not a coincidence that like when jo- when when Stephon Diggs got here, Josh Allen reached another stratosphere. I don't even like I, I mean it's crazy to think the potential this dude has. Like I don't like I don't think he's reached the ceiling yet. Uh, like elite wide receivers make quarterbacks better, man. Again, we saw with Donovan and T.O. Same deal. Like I thought, Stephon Diggs was was really good. This dude's on another level. I mean, you saw what happened last week. Like, like Stephon Diggs is a top four or five receiver in his in his league. And again, when you're paired with a top four or five quarterback, it's just magic. It's just it's just absolute magic. Um, we do need to talk about 
Amazon because the last last Thursday's game on Amazon, the first game on, on Amazon, first regular season game, I should say, against the Chargers and the Chiefs, averaged 13 million people on Amazon. Amazon promised advertisers 12 and a half million people. So for at least for week one, they beat their they beat their estimates as far as how many people are going to watch this game. Now, I don't think they're going to get 12 and a half million for every game because that was one of the better games you'll see all season. But I will say this. I am a fan of the Amazon product. I'm a fan of that all, you are? all that all 22 view that they show with the names and the routes and all that stuff. That's a winner, man. I need that for every game ever. No, That's but I, like, do you feel like they're doing a little too much? Like, I like I like. What's too much? No, there's seven people on the pregame show. I don't care. About there's that. like four sideline reporters. I don't care about that. I don't know if Al and Kirk have. A decent amount of chemistry. Like that's this is the first time they ever worked together. Like Hershey's good, but he's not an NFL guy. Like I don't know. I I I have questions. I, look, you give me a view where I can see the entire field and like the little trails where the guys are running and the speed and all of this stuff. I don't care who's calling the game. I don't care if it's. I, I mean, I'm trying to think like the. I don't care if it's Adam Archuleta. It don't matter to me, man. Give no, me something I've never that, seen before. Isn't that very AEW of you? Where like I don't know, like don't this care. is not catering to the casual. Like, no, or, well, like, I don't know. Like, they have a casual feed, and that's fine. I don't watch that one. I no, watch the, but other the casual one. feed sucks. Like, yeah, like I'm I don't care. like I, I just I, I don't want to see all these. Like I mean, just I don't know. Like I feel like every network is just trying to overdo these and these these pregame show. Like, I don't need to see four guys on my screen. Amazon I'm... had hired like 38 people for this stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Ryan Fitzpatrick and like fam. Like I don't need all these. But I don't care because I don't watch pre I don't watch that stuff. Like it ain't like all I care about is the game. And if you present the game well, if you give me good camera angles, we don't miss plays or whatever, that's like a, that's an A minus. I mean, that, no, like, but I don't, like, I don't know. So you don't care about the broadcast. You don't, don't care, care about the no the no, you don't care about the, the calling of the game. No, I don't care. Like don't miss a play. Like don't 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 give me some some gibberish nonsense or whatever that. So like, no, just call like, the action. Do you know? Are now are you a particular person in terms of like broadcasts? Like no, are you no, like no. one of these people that like screams? Oh my god, Joe Buck sucks. No, I couldn't care one, less. Because like, one, I honestly, could, like I I really don't know what to tell people. Buck and Aikman have been the best A team in like they they were they were the best even when people were. We're bleep riding um, Romo and Nance, and it's funny how Nance and like Nance and Romo have just fall kind of like they're they're good, but like I don't know, no one's like I don't know hyping them up no more. Yeah, no, I to me I don't I the, the uh, yeah you're right. Let me just say this: Buck and Aikman, they're the best. Joe, Joe Buck, I know we some, are supposed to hate him in Philadelphia. He's fantastic. He's great. Whatever. He's whatever. Like there's certain guys I like, but there's nobody I'm like oh my god like I hate like I think oh, I, I think Adam, Adam I mean. Is doing the Eagles game this this Sunday. I forget who's who his partner is, whatever. I saw oh, people sure. like, oh my God, turn them, you know, mute oh, the TV. I like no, I like Adam Amin and Mark. Oh no, I'm one of the very few people that actually enjoys Mark Star. Maybe because he played that Rock Hoover character in like a, a certain <laughs> pop role. No, but like he's not like like all I want is a, a mean a median amount of like insight. Like I don't know. Like I like that's where I feel like I don't know. Like you know that was a very like Who's very good covering football? Darylowski. Like I don't know, and but I feel like I don't know. He should have been the guy with Brian Greasy because Brian Greasy just didn't care about being there. Yeah, like I don't know that. Like no, like but I also think Orlowski, Like I don't know. Is it 
overdoing the analysis, trying to like I don't know, like because that's where you get left stuck in the weeds. And I think Lewis, for all that's amazing about Lewis Reddy, he's just not he's not looking to entertain you. Like he's just just a fact, man. And a lot of it is like I don't know, entertaining. Like you know what I find entertaining about Troy Aikman? He tells people they suck all the time, and I think that's great. Like no, because he knows there there's got to be a level of showman. In when you are like a, like a broadcast team, you just can't like call the game. You can't be like Sam Rosen. No offense, <laughs> Sam Rosen. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Like this, people don't understand. That's a very difficult thing to. That's a it's very hard. difficult line to thread. Like again, you have like you said, you have to educate, but you have to entertain at the same time, and you got to fit it in. You know, around the action that's going on, and you don't want to step on other people's toes or step on the action. It's a really hard thing to do. That being said, I don't. I don't care as long as you don't get in the way. If you don't get in the okay. way, that's fine. Like I don't care. Like, now, I don't take anybody a, calling now, me. Now is there a person that like you experience that's like, yo, this dude like is not my speed. Like I don't like I'd have to think about it. I mean it's like all fan I can't think about. Like I have certain play by play guys I like. Like play by play guys I like. Like color guys like it's whatever. Like they're most no, but fine. like is 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 the play by play guy the more important of, of the team? Like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to call. It, you okay. got to get. You got to get the action right. Like you just like, that's the, the fundamental thing. You got to get it right. Like the color guy. Like you can. You can stink as a color guy. Or you, you can be like not great as a color guy. But if the play like Adam Archuleta. Like, <laughs> like, because I forget. I forget whoever. Like, you know. I don't know about. I don't know how you felt. But like, I thought Akib Talib was funny. I mean, he wasn't the best at it, but he was fine. But as long as you put him with a competent play-by-play guy, it doesn't really matter how he is. Yes, again, not, not Andrew be... Catalan. Yeah. Exactly. So like play-by-play guys. <laughs> And, and and I hate to say it, he's a legend, and I love him. Not with Gus Johnson. You need to like I don't know split like a, works for certain. You can't with certain guys. Yeah, no, you can't have that over. Like that's why I feel like Gus working with Joe Platt. Joe Platt is perfect. Like I don't know, you have a guy that's balancing like the awesome freak out, which which is like amazing. But you need someone to counterbalance that. Right, and right. I and like I don't know, like I I'm an Adam Amin fan. He does have he has a pretty decent voice. I'm a big Mark Schleier fan. And, like, I don't know. Like, I don't mind. Like, I don't know the sideline. That, that, do you care about the sideline report? I don't care, man. Look, I'm telling you, just don't get in the way. If you told okay. me if you told me to name broadcast teams or name play-by-play guys, I could only name, like, four or five because I don't care. Like, all those, all those people to me are interchangeable. Like, they don't really matter to me. Like, I mean, I like Harlan. I like Buck. I mean, I like, you know, certain guys. But otherwise, it's like, right, wow, just, I just do a competent I, game. Like it's fine. I didn't know. No. So, really, you're not even paying attention to, like, I don't know the broadcast. Do not, do not care. Do not care in the least. Don't care. So it's not it's not distracting you at all from like watching the play on the no, field. Don't really matter. Uh, no, let's watch the game. Uh, no, I uh, no, I, I lean I, I lean towards you. Like I don't know. Like I like once again, like I other than I don't know, like I can't even think of a, a guy that like just drives me bonkers. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's not like it's JR. Like I don't know. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. I, I feel like I don't know. Like there are dudes that, like, I don't know, like, I mean, Spiro, Spiro Didas has been, like, a, a play-by-play guy forever. And, like, I don't I don't know him. Like, I can't, like, I don't know, say, oh, I'm not going to watch a Spiro Didas game. Right. Like, right. I don't know, like, Mark Sanchez is a little grating, but, like, it's not like I'm turning or it's not like I'm muting the game because Mark Sanchez is covered. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. People, people go crazy. Like, oh, I'm going to mute the game. No, you're not, brother. Oh, like, no. It's like... No, I never, ever got the Buck and hate. Like, they are fan- – and, no – People are saying, "Oh, like why? Why they like? Why is ESPN like paying them so much?" This is why you don't. You only need two weeks to realize this. They are they make Monday Night Football feel important again. 
Yeah, the, yeah, no, yeah, not to belabor the point. We'll move off. But I will say this: like people always say, you know, why'd you pay? You know, why they pay Buck and Aikman? Why they? Why did Amazon pay Michael and Herb Street? It's like again, it doesn't matter. Like you're not gonna get more people to tune in or tune out of it. It's the fact that you make these things feel important. Like when those guys are calling a game, it feels important. Like that matters, man. Like whatever you're paying them, it matters. It does matter. And you know what? NFL fans, I guess maybe they don't care because I don't know if you saw this. The late window on CBS on Sunday, those three bad games, Cincinnati, Dallas, Arizona, Vegas, and Houston and Denver drew 27.3 million viewers, the largest number in three years for terrible football. Terrible football. It's getting – no, I don't know how it's possible, but the but the the, the ratings are getting higher. <laughs> the only sport in, in the world where, where ratings are getting higher over the past few years, it, it is it is kind of no. Amazing. This is why when like they put this deal up again, no, I, I mean like it's really the only reason why people have cable anymore, isn't it? No, live sports is the hook, and again, live football is reason is the reason why Amazon or Apple, whoever's bidding for the the Sunday ticket package, that's why these pet that's why these, this next TV deal or the Sunday ticket package is going to be an oogob's amount of money because this is like, everybody watches this. No, like I'll tell you, I was I was very busy last weekend. I had to deal with like a leak in my garage. I was tired. I had to bleach in the tiger eyes. I was beat. So Sunday comes around. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do my own. Like I'm gonna do my usual Sunday football thing. One forty-five rolls around, man. I'm done. I'm not watching any crap game. And like I took a nap. Wouldn't wake up till four forty-five. Saw the games. I'm like, I'm not watching these. And like I barely, I barely watch football because. Like, and it takes a lot for me not to say, you know what? And maybe because the Eagles weren't playing, but man, those those one o'clock, the first half of those one o'clock games were abysmal, horrendous. Oh, it's bad. It's bad football. Absolutely bad football. I think this week's a little bit better. I haven't looked at the schedule, broken it down. All right, we have two minutes left, so we have very brief time. But I do, I'll just turn the floor over to you again because you, <laughs> the first thing you did when you, you did this, up, you did this on purpose. I didn't. So I, didn't I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to talk about play by play guys that long. But I Andrew do. Wanna, I do want to turn the floor over to you because I know the first thing you did Thursday morning when you woke up is you ran to your iPhone. You downloaded the latest edition of the Old Man in the Three podcast. To unsubscribed, to unsubscribed to the Young Man in the Four what, after, what, after that embarrassment. What is your re, What is your review of the Ben propaganda. Simmons uh, okay, propaganda? Go ahead. Go ahead. Ben go ahead. Simmons propaganda. I had no idea the one friend in the NBA that J, that Ben Simmons had was JJ Redick. Obviously, obviously, Rich Paul probably did what Ted DiBiase used to do to like those reps. Like I don't know before the match. Probably slipped JJ. He's rich, but like I don't know. Probably gave him like an endorsement deal for like Ciroc or something. I don't know, but that was that was a bad like. And, and I get that you're trying to like I don't know like lift up because JJ Red is a very pro player guy. Like I don't yeah. know doesn't want doesn't want to like I don't know. I, I I mean when like Jerry West dunked on his ass, I loved it. But like I don't know. He's trying to like I don't know say that like I don't know like these young players like this generation's good. That being said. That was just a very inaccurate, one-sided interview of a player that, frankly, doesn't deserve. Like, uh, I don't know that. <laughs> that, that like, I don't, no, no. Like, I don't know. Like, he had, like, he got hit. Like, it was a very slanted perspective on how things went in Philadelphia. It was. It was a. I don't want to say there was a lot of truth to it, but there wasn't a lot of truth to it. Or no, there was. There was one side of the truth. 
I'll just say this briefly and I'll turn it back over to you. There were a couple instances where I wish JJ would have pushed back more, but you're right. Like he's not going to do that. Like the part where Ben said, I went to practice, but I told Doc I'm not feeling it. And then Doc said, Doc put me in there anyway. Bro, if you if you ain't feeling it, don't show up, man. You can't just show up to work and say, like, yo, man, I'm not gonna work today. Like if you show up, be a man about it and work. And JJ should have said, yo, man, you showed up at practice. You owe us some effort. Like, what? Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. And of course, JJ, when, when JJ said, oh, I love Joel, but he was dead wrong there. No, no. Two, one A and B in terms of my biggest beats is context. There was no context. It was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. The, this, like, I don't know. Like, the Ben Simmons saga started on June 20th, 2021. Like, I don't know. That, like, he was, he was like, it started there. There wasn't anything before that. And then just the thing that just will always ring to me is like JJ Reddick asked flat out. He's like, would you change anything you did in your time in Philadelphia? Ben Simmons says, no. <laughs> All right. No. We're going to have to talk about this next week. Cause I, I understand the answer. That's not the answer you should have given, but I understand it. Cause he said, you know, basically that made me who I am today and I'm a better person. I understand that. Part. It is. Well, in him, in his, in his eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, as I understand that answer, we don't have time to talk about. It. We have to go. We, I, I do want to talk about that because I get that point, but that was a terrible answer to give in that spot. We will talk more about Ben Simmons next week. Hopefully, we'll talk about the three and zero Eagles next week on this on next week's edition of the Broad Street Line. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.